Hi, and welcome to the Mindful Shape Podcast. I am Paula Parker, and I'm a life and weight loss coach. I recently had a session in which a client was recalling some of the breakthroughs that she's made when it comes to food, overeating, and weight loss. And so it inspired me to talk about how to create your own breakthrough. Now, this may be ambitious for one podcast episode, but let's give it a shot. You never know when hearing the right thing at the right time can just click and make a big difference. So, This breakthrough, the concept I'm going to share here is something I came to during one of my own coaching sessions. So I was the client and in less than an hour, I had this epiphany, which really changed things for me and how I related to myself and to um, my weight goal and my weight loss journey. So that's a little plug for, you know, the transformation that can happen in even one coaching session. And now I get to share it with you. So here we go. First, I consider a breakthrough to be a significant change for the better, okay? And the area that you might need it most when it comes to releasing weight is the ups and downs of it. It's the doing great for a little while, making slow but steady progress, and then what feels like almost overnight or over one weekend, going back to square one and putting all the weight back on again. And you start to feel like you're caught in this struggle cycle that you'll never get out of. And with the holidays coming up, I thought this might be a really good time to set you up for success here. How this struggle cycle goes is, and some of you may think of it not even as a cycle, but just as a pattern. So if that resonates with you more, think of it that way as a pattern. Uh, When I was in my session, I thought of it as a cycle. So I'm going to use that for the most part, but either works. We can start anywhere because it's a cycle, but let's enter in at overeating. So you overeat, then the scale goes up and your clothes feel tighter, which makes you feel defeated because you're thinking, I lost all the progress that I made. Or you think, I can't believe I'm still struggling with this. That thought feeling combo increases your struggle because then you're more likely to overeat at the next opportunity. You're less likely to listen to your hunger cues and eat to nourish your body. You're less likely to plan ahead of time. You're less likely to weigh yourself and do a thought work on paper. I call it the daily 15. Eventually you decide enough's enough and you start again. So the cycle is really overeating, negative thoughts, negative feelings, increasing the struggle, starting over or recommitting and until there's more desire to overeat again. And then it just continues on and on. And when we think of it like this, as I did for, I would say years as a cycle or a pattern that we're stuck in, that's when we really reinforce that what's the point mentality. It makes perfect sense. We'd be thinking what's the point when we're in this loop. It's like a downward spiral. Okay. So where's the breakthrough? The breakthrough is to stop thinking of the struggle cycle as a cycle or pattern at all. Instead, you can think of it as a path where all of the elements are part of a forward motion. So if you're a visual person, I want you to imagine taking that cycle and laying it flat. So imagine a path in which there's overeating and then there's the scale going up and then there's negative thinking like, I can't believe I'm still struggling with this or I can't figure this out or it won't make a difference what I do. So then we mentally quit and increase the struggle, which leads to starting again. But instead of a loop, we're still moving forward. 
We're on a path and the only way to go is forward. So if I've lost you in the abstraction here, (laughs) here's my point. You are always moving forward. No matter how many times you quit and start again, every time you're learning more about yourself, your body, and you're honing your skills. Every time you are closer to your goal, even when it doesn't seem like it at all, because at the end of the path is your natural weight and peace with food. The problem with a cycle is that your natural weight and peace with food doesn't even exist there at all. So of course we're thinking it's a struggle and what's the point? Might as well eat. No, you are always on a path forward even when you're on the overeating point. (laughs) So no matter where you are on the path, you're closer to your natural weight and peace with food than before. It is such a myth to think that the number on the scale is what tells you how close you are to your destination. And by destination, I'm just talking about being at your natural weight and being at peace with food. The scale is very much not the best indication. So you might think if you're at, say, 150 pounds, you're closer to it than if you were at 160. But that's not the case at all. Why? Because you could be at 150 and not have a very rock-solid skill set which means you could be spending months and months either at 150 or bouncing around versus being at 160, but having the skills of knowing what protocol works for you, knowing how to follow through and continually, I can't even say that, continually, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about, always strategizing to optimize your weight loss. If you're really good at these things, then you'll get there faster and you will actually, and you're actually closer to your goal than if you were at 150. I know that's really counterintuitive, but I just want you to try that on. Okay. So if we go back to the path analogy, you have a shorter path at 160 with advanced skills than at 160 with poor skills or sorry, at 150 with poor skills. Your natural weight and being at peace with food is at the end of the path. How long that path is depends on your skill level, not on your current weight. So this can be helpful when the scale goes up, right? You can be thinking about that. Oh yeah, that woman said this about this, (laughs) right? Might change things for you. So thinking about your weight loss in terms of skills and cultivating a desire to hone those skills is very powerful. And I also think it's attractive because I noticed that my clients and likely yourself, if you're listening to this, you're someone who's ambitious in life and wants to always be getting better. When you focus on getting better at the skills of weight loss, it taps into that desire to release the weight through a different lens or perhaps a different angle. It's more meaningful because it's about developing lifelong skills and changing your self-concept. It's not just about, you know, getting into your genes. That's a side benefit. That's really fun and awesome, but this is more about developing those skills for your entire life. Okay. So let's jump back to the scale for a minute. Consider this a bonus breakthrough, a little mini breakthrough. I don't want you to let the scale be the only or the most significant indication of your progress. 
Instead, I really encourage you to use it as data for sure, but what matters most is cultivating your specific skills of managing your thoughts. So doing your daily 15 on paper is helpful here, doing your thought work on paper and allowing emotions. And what I mean by that is feeling what's happening in your body, both physically and emotionally without avoiding it, you know, trying to distract yourself with food or something else. The number on the scale is the very last piece of the puzzle. So don't rely on that alone because change will happen in your brain before you ever see it show up on the scale. So that was a little side tangent on the scale, but I think it's really important to mention because I know the scale can trip us up a lot. And if you're thinking, well, so what? Okay, it's not a cycle. It's a path. Here's why it's important. If it hasn't clicked as a breakthrough for you yet, this might. When you see it as a struggle cycle and you are in it, you may sacrifice your self-esteem, the opinion of yourself. Your thoughts about yourself are that you are trapped in this overeating cycle with no agency. Most of us haven't spent that much time, if any, thinking about what our opinion is of ourselves. You might think, well, I don't really have one, (laughs) or I'm just me out here living my life, taking care of my family, going to work. But that's a really clear window into your relationship with yourself, which of course is the most important thing because it doesn't feel great to have no opinion of yourself. Like, and you may have done this, imagine asking your partner what they think of you. And then imagine them saying, I don't have an opinion of you. I don't spend any time thinking of you at all. (laughs) That would feel pretty bad, right? Food, especially sugar and flour, is going to seem way better than that. It's going to seem really attractive and really appealing. Food will win every time when your self-esteem is low. So thinking of your experience your entire weight loss journey from the first diet you ever did till now as a path, as you in forward motion, that changes things a little bit, right? Or maybe a lot, maybe a lot if this is really resonating. So it goes from I'm someone who struggles and is stuck in this terrible pattern with food to someone who's getting better and better at this. Even if it's incremental change, you're moving forward. It gives you all your power back. And I'll leave you with this quick story to help your brain anchor this point. So not too long ago, I took the public bus downtown. And when the bus pulled up, I had my earbuds in, probably listening to a podcast. (laughs) And when I went to step on the bus, the bus driver was saying something to me that I couldn't hear. So I took them out and he was, I don't know, he seemed very grumpy (laughs) and kind of mad at me. And he said, if you want the bus, step out of the shelter. Like kind of in a grumpy voice too. I guess I had been standing under the plastic shelter thing that they have, and I didn't step out when I was supposed to. Then he said it again when I sat down, just in case I still hadn't heard it or something. And I was kind of alarmed at his gruffness, but I also thought that was kind of a great line. If you want the bus, you got to step out of the shelter. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll include that in a podcast one day. So I included that story here because you can imagine your current or previous way of thinking about yourself in relation to your weight loss journey, or as you might be thinking of it, your weight loss struggle, right? We refer to it as that so often as the shelter. All you have to do is step out. It's not a struggle cycle or a pattern. It's a path and you are so much closer than you think. 
So that's what I have for you. And I wanted to give a quick shout out here, a big thank you to the person who shared my podcast on a Noom Facebook group. I don't know who you are, but I've been meaning to mention you for a while because I have received so many listeners and people reaching out to me for help just from that one post. And I really do appreciate that. I don't have a team yet or anything like that. So I do all of my own marketing. So when I have listeners uh, like you, like you guys share the podcast, it really means a lot and it helps more women get the info that they need. So that is it for me. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.